Well, faith is important, isn't it? It's the bedrock to the Christian faith. It's the bedrock to our lives. And the very day for all of us that are followers of Jesus Christ, there was a great step of faith the very day we received Jesus into our life. The day that we declared He will be Lord of our life. The very day that we believed that Jesus was the Son of God, that He lived a perfect life and He went to a cross to die on a cross for our sins and that He rose again three days later. That was a substantial day in our faith, wasn't it? When we said yes to that, where we believed that in our hearts. But the thing is that it doesn't stop there, that our faith isn't to end in that moment of the point of salvation, that our faith is to go forward and our faith is to grow into the future. Do we all know that? That our faith needs to grow, that our faith should always be developing because it then becomes such a crucial part of our day-to-day life that we have to keep developing this faith. It is so important because faith moves God to action. And if you want God working uh, at high levels on your life, you've got to attach it with faith. It's just got to be something that you've got to have growing in your life is this deep, deep faith in your walk, that it should be growing. We should be positioning ourselves to see it develop as time goes on. The New Testament book of Hebrews has uh, 39 verses in chapter 11, and it's all dedicated to the entire topic of faith. And it starts off in verse 1 saying this, Now faith is, everyone say faith is, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What a great verse. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The amplified version of this verse says this, Now faith is the assurance, title deed confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, don't you love that? Divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Wow. This thing of faith that we need to have, faith in God is believing He will do what He says. Believing that He will do what He says. If we look at this word substance here, now faith is the substance, the original Greek hypostasis literally means standing under. It's like an undergirding is the origin of this word. Isn't that cool that in all we do that faith needs to undergird things, that faith needs to carry things, that it's actually this function that we have in our life, that it's just undergirded with faith and it's got substance. It's not something that's kind of like wafer thin, it's got substance. Faith has substance. Faith in God, you can put your life on this thing. It's got substance and I love that. It's not living a life that we're thinking, oh, good things are going to happen because I'm skillful or good things are going to happen because I've got good talents. No, good things are going to happen because God is undergirding what I'm into. God is there. There's a, there's a faith in God that I can have in my life. And this can be the focus. We can rely on what God says, divinely guaranteed, as it says in the Amplified there, divinely guaranteed. This is how we can live life. Not kind of maybes, but this, this assurance, this faith, this deep faith that we can just keep establishing. And it doesn't come straight away. 
It's something that we just keep establishing as we go on in life. And we should be maturing. We should be going forward. We should be establishing our future more and more and more on larger faith, on bigger faith, on a, on a more assured faith because we're continually leaning into God. We're continually trusting in Him and His ways and believing that He is with us and for us. And, and the things that we don't have the ability to do, guess what? He's got the ability to do. Isn't that good news? He's got the ability to do. Yes, thank you, Dan. That's worth clapping because he's got the ability. He's got the ability. It's faith in him. It's assurance in him. And out of these verses, it's actually a state. It's a place that we live in. It's where our assurance is. And it's also an active commitment to see the things that are not yet and see those things come to pass. It's active on our behalf, active, active faith, active faith. It's a strong faith. It's a strong faith. And I love faith because it actually it enables us to, to put our feet on the most solid rock you can in life. That's what faith does. So that when things are swirling around and maybe things in the moment don't look great, you're okay because you've got strong faith because your feet are on, on the rock of Jesus Christ. That's where you stand. You don't stand on the circumstances. You don't stand on the relationship. You stand on the rock, and that is the best place anyone on planet earth can put their feet on. Our feet are on the rock, and it's on the rock that is secure. It's on the rock that we find when things are thrown at us in life, we're okay. We're not allowing the circumstances of life to to decide if we're happy or joyful or content. Our feet are on the rock. Our feet are on the rock. Theologian uh, Donald Guthrie says this, Faith provides a platform for hope and a perception into the reality of what would otherwise remain unseen. There's a reality that we're seeing because we've got faith that otherwise we would miss. Otherwise we wouldn't believe. But we do believe because of faith. We do believe because of faith. Faith believes faith believes. It's not just this kind of washy hope that's a little bit of like good optimism. No, it's faith. It's, it's faith. It's what I love about faith. It's like a bridge to your better future. Faith will carry you there. Faith will get you into the best place in life. Faith will see your dreams come to pass. It'll be faith will be the bridge to get you to that place. Nothing else. It's based on faith. It's where it is the best place to take you into the future that God has for you. And this matters to God, because that was Hebrews 11.1 1 we just read. You've only got to go down to Hebrews 11.6, and it says this, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. This matters to God. He wants us to be people of faith. We need to keep moving and mature in faith. I'm 42. I want my faith when I'm 43 to be greater than my faith that it is at 42. I want it 44 to be greater than it is at 40. For every year that I'm alive, actually for every week, I, I need to get the faith to grow and develop. And, and I want to be believing for bigger things. And I want to know that God's on the move at, at higher levels. And, and we've got to get it through God, in God, through His Word. We've got, to, we've got to have it. It's impossible to please God without faith. That's what the Word of God says. We've got to have faith. We've got to, we've got to, we've got to. We've got to have faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 and 9 says this, For we walk by faith, not by sight. 
We walk by faith and not by sights. So whether we are at home or away, that's whether we're on earth or in heaven, we make it our aim to please Him. We want to please Him. If it's impossible to please God without faith and we want to please God, that's a good reminder that we've got to have faith. Faith pleases God. Let's have that in our life to think we want to please God. I need faith. I need greater faith. I need bigger faith. So how do we get faith? Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing through the Word of God. There are a lot of things out there trying to get our attention these days. And they're a draw card for our time and our energy to be watching the news, watching the current affairs, watching the things on TV, looking at our phone, at at news websites and, and social media and there's this thing. But can I say none of them will build your faith like this. If you look at the topics of the news these days, I tell you what, that'll do everything to strip faith out of your life because the world looks pretty horrible according to 9news.com.au. But let's not base our life on that. Let's base it on the Word of God. Let's make sure it's based on this. And we are not a church that are going to put this aside or discount the Word of God. We will always elevate and say how important it is to personally be into the Word of God. We can't rely just on Sunday morning. It is so good you're in church. But let's just not rely on this to be our food. Let's make sure that we're going to the source ourselves. Day in, day out, day in, day out. Go to the Word. Get strong in the Word. Know the Word because the Word will build your faith. It is a faith builder, the Word of God. And we can all go there. It is accessible. We are blessed in Sydney, Australia. It is accessible. You can go to Kurong this afternoon. You can buy a Bible. Is it accessible for all of us? But it's where we get our faith. We've got to study that Word. We've got to learn His Word. We've got to learn His ways, gain understanding of who God is and how God operates. We need to learn about His love and that He's a giver of good gifts and how He's going to equip and empower us to be who He wants in life. It's This stuff will build your faith. We need it. Just got to get into it. So I'm just going to give us three tips here this morning on how uh, we can have greater faith. First one is faith is, so that's the topic of today, faith is a trust in God. Despite circumstances, it is a deep trust in God. And I think it's where we've got to mature. Regardless of what those circumstances tell us, we need to trust. God will have a solution. There is wisdom from heaven to get you through. There are miracles. There are resources. There is a pathway. You've just got to be thinking like that. I trust in God. There is a way through. Somehow, some way, by the hand of Almighty God, I am going to make my way through it. It doesn't matter the news I received on Monday morning when you were told you no longer have a job here. It doesn't matter what the doctor says on Tuesday afternoon, on Wednesday morning when you get a text from one of your children. It doesn't matter what it says in the natural. You go to God and you believe because faith is trust and you believe it with all your hearts I'm gonna make a way through this there is a way there is a solution because God will provide it it's in him it's in him you keep leaning into it you just know last night I was uh 
It was uh, Cleo's sixth birthday yesterday, yesterday, so we went to the movies in the afternoon, and while I was in the movies, the sun came out, and I was a little bit kind of half-torn because we haven't seen a lot of sun lately, and I kind of got home, and I sat out on my front deck, and, and it was cold just as the sun was setting. It was cold. I was out there. I had a blanket over my uh, legs, and Natalie came out and said, would you like a second one? It was kind of cold. And I'm like, this time of year, I kind of like it when normally it's starting to heat up really nicely. You know, the days are getting longer. And out there last night, you could almost think, man, is this summer actually going to come? Are these days going to get longer and hotter or are they going to get shorter and colder? Are we going to just miss miss it? Is kind of the rest of spring and summer going to disappear and we're just going to go into winter? Of course not. Of course not. Didn't matter what last night looked at. I know that God made the seasons and they're coming and they're set in place by Him. It is in the bank. It is in the bank. It doesn't matter what it felt like last night. I know, I know, I know that spring's going to still get through and summer is coming. I know, I know that I know that's what's going to happen. We've got to live life like that. We have such a trust in God, a faith in Him that we know that we know that we know it's going to work out. I'm going to make my way through. God is with me. Is He? Is He? If He is with me, who can be against me? We just know that we know that we know that is faith is in God. We have a trust in this. We live by that. It doesn't matter what the circumstances look like. That's where we go to. That's where we go to. We can all do that, can't we? We can go there. We can go there. We can all do it. We just got to say, God, and be honest with God. And you can say, I'm believing in you. Doesn't look good in the natural, but I'm believing. Doesn't look good right now, but I'm believing. I'm putting my trust in you. You're helping me out, God. You're leading me forward. You're going to help me here. You You just go there. You go there. You go there. And I wonder how amazing our lives are going to turn out if we just walk strong in the Lord and trust in Him. I tell you what, I believe with all my heart, each and every one of us are setting ourselves up for an amazing life, the best life that we can have if we would truly do this and walk it out and walk it out. Hebrews 11, here we go, back into the faith uh, chapter. If you haven't read it for a while, it's a good book to read, Hebrews 11. It says this, In verse 32, and what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell. So there's other people he's gone through this chapter and it's lists a whole lot of the the heroes of faith. And he says, like time's failed me to tell you. There's others, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jethro, of David and Samuel and the prophets. There's so many who through faith, and listen to this, conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. How good is that list of conquering, mighty heroes of the faith who go before us, who had faith, and that's what they achieved. Imagine what we can all achieve. It's the same God. It's the same God they lent into. It's the same God they had faith with. And look what they had, who through faith, the Word of God tells us, who through faith, we go there. We've got the faith. We've got the faith. 
Secondly here, just got three points. We're doing good? Faith, it's a feeling. It's not just a blind trust. It's this internal conviction that is felt. Because feelings, if we like it or not, they actually, they're quite powerful. And they're often what we're led by is how we're feeling. But I tell you what, faith can produce a feeling that trumps other feelings. When we choose to believe, the intangible hope becomes a tangible conviction, a deep confidence that helps us in this life. Because sometimes bad news can come, and bad news does come. Things we, we don't want to happen, happen sometimes. But where do we go? Do we sit in those, those circumstances? Do we, do we sit in the news? Or do we let this feeling of faith rise on the inside of us? Because if you start getting the faith to rise on the inside of you, your outcome will be different. Your actions will be different. You start tracking in a better track than just sitting in the circumstance of the situation where not to sit there. Pastor Phil in his book called Faith says this, Faith is a feeling of absolute confidence. It is David running, laughing to meet the giant. He is fully assured that God is with him. He's not trying to believe or pretending to be bold, hoping that God is with him. Neither is he confessing the word to himself, hoping to build his faith. No, he is full of confidence. He feels great. The man is dangerous. David knew without a shadow of a doubt that he was looking at a dead giant. Victory was his. David made history that day. He showed us that faith, the feeling of utter assurance, confidence really does work. How good is that? That's what faith looks like in action by David as written by Pastor Phil Pringle. You get yourself in those atmospheres and atmospheres, certain places that we position ourselves are so critical for our faith. We've got to get into connect group because we need to get around other believers because it will build our faith. I run a connect group. My faith gets built by some of the others in my connect group. I get there and I'm around legends of this house and we, we rub off each other. Iron sharpens iron and, and my faith gets built. We've got to get around other believers. Connect group is so brilliant for that. Find a great connect group. Your faith will rise. Obviously, we get along to church. Your faith will rise. We get along to conferences like every woman because your faith will be built up. You'll hear about the stories. You'll hear about how God's come through for others and we store those things away, and then just we know that's going to happen to us. We hear it in those atmospheres. We get into to, to, to presence when we do that every April at the uh, in in downtown Sydney. We get there. We get to prayer services. Prayer services on a Tuesday night here. They build my faith. Seven o'clock this Tuesday. The healing service say we keep positioning ourselves in environments that build faith because it helps us. We make a decision to get there. It helps us. It helps us. They play a significant role in building our faith. Because if we find ourselves not in those places, we can find our, our faith start to falter. Because if we're too much around people who don't have faith themselves, we start hearing about their, their ideas and, and, and their angles on things. And, and most of the time it doesn't help. You get around other strong believers who call it out in you sometimes. If you're faltering or you're struggling and you're going to make it. If I'm ever pastoring someone through a hard situation, I have one aim. 
That is to speak faith into the circumstance, to speak faith into the situation. Tell them they're going to make it through. Remind them of how big God is. Tell them that you're not alone, that God is with you. He's for you. You're going to make it through. There's, there's going to be a pathway. There'll be, there'll be a door that God will open for you. You speak faith into the circumstance. You speak faith into the circumstance and the situation. That's why we need each other. We need each other. And thirdly here this morning, faith is a sound. Everyone say, faith is a sound. Oh, I love getting around people who have faith as a sound. Brett Linder, I love being near Brett Linder because there's just a, a sound of faith that echoes in all that he says and all that he does. And I love that. And sometimes I think it's good to ask ourselves, what's our sound? What's my sound? When I'm around people, both Christians and non-Christians, what's my sound? Is it a sound of faith? Because we need to get it to that place. And if it's not there here today, start taking some forward actions to getting it there. Start believing. Start getting into the Word at new levels. Start finding yourself in those circumstances so your sound becomes a sound of faith. And it's not pride. It's confidence in God. It's confidence in God. It's confidence in God. I love the story, the Old Testament story in 1 Kings 18 about the prophet Elijah because he does this really well. So we know from scriptures that it hadn't rained for quite some time, three and a half years. And then he says to Ahab the king in 1 Kings 18:41, go up, eat and drink for there is, there is the sound of abundance of rain. Guess what? There wasn't a sound. Not right there, right then, there was no sound. The deserts were deserts. But he calls it, he has a sound coming out of his voice that there is a sound of abundance rain. He makes the statement. He makes the statement, it's not just going to be like drizzle, it's going to be loud. This, this rain is coming and it's going to be loud. It's going to be really loud. And then he sends his servant to look. Servant, go and have a look. The servant comes back. There's nothing. So what does Elijah do? Does he start second guessing? He goes, go again. The servant goes out again. He comes back. The same story comes back. There's nothing. A third time, nothing. A fourth time, nothing. A fifth time, nothing. A sixth time, nothing. And on the seventh time, as he looks out to the sea, he says, I see a cloud. It's the size of a man's fist, but I see a cloud. I see the promise, and I love faith. So sometimes it starts, you start saying it, you start believing, and it starts small. But can I tell you what happened to that cloud the size of a man's fist? It didn't stay as a cloud as the size of a man's fist. The cloud comes, and I love the Word of God because it says, The sky became black with clouds, and the wind came. And then it says the rain came and it says the heavy rain came. It came just what he had said, that there is a sound of abundance rain. It came in Jesus' name and it happened and it happened and it happened. That is a sound. That is the sound we want people to have. Have that sound. Start declaring that sound over your dreams and your aspirations and over circumstances you're facing for your life. Have the sounds. It's going to come through in that area. The relationship's going to happen. I'm going to get that job. I'm going to get 
and I'm going to study. The degree's coming. I'm going to get there. I'm going to make my way to Bible college. I'm going to, I'm going to buy that house. The new car's coming. Whatever is locked up on the inside of you, that person's coming back to Christ. My, my son and my daughter, they're coming back. My father and my mother, they're coming back. They start declaring it. Start declaring it. That's the kind of sound that we need coming out of our mouth. Coming out so heaven hears it. Coming out so others hear it. It's a sound. It's a sound. Another great Old Testament story is when Moses sends the 12 spies to Canaan. Ten come back. They all say the land is good. They say one clump of grapes was so heavy, needed two men and a pole to carry it. I think they're on their way to Mick and Rhonda's house with grapes like that for a, a Lebanese feast. But that's what they said. They knew the land was good. But 10 out of 12 said it's good, but we're not going to be able to make it. We're not going to be able to enter. They're too big. They're too strong. They'll, they'll, they'll power us. They'll overcome us. But there was Joshua and Caleb. We need Joshua and Caleb's in our lives. We've got to become Joshua and Caleb's because their report was different. Then Caleb quietened the people before Moses and he said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. We are well able to overcome it. We are well able to overcome it. You speak it, you declare it and you get a sound coming out of your life. It's a sound, it's a sound, it's a sound. Faith is a sound. Let's church have that sound. Let's have it for our lives. Let's have it for our futures. We get a sound. And as the band comes right now, we get a sound. And it might only start the size of a mustard seed, but we get the sound. Things right now might be the bottom of the pit, but we start to get the sound. We start to get the sound. I'm going to make it out. I'm going to climb out of this thing. I'm going to, I might have lost, I might have lost thousands. I'm going to make my way back. I'm going to, 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 somehow, some way. I'm going to trust in God. He's going to guide me. He's going to lead me. Whatever it is for you, you're going to get there. Have a faith as a sound. Because as I was preparing this word early in the week, I felt this statement come to me. And it was this, who said you couldn't? Who said you couldn't? How has that got into your heart and your mind? Who said you couldn't? Because sometimes the pressures of the world, the plans of the enemy, the voices of a family member, a friend or a neighbor, it's, it's so doubt into our lives. And now you believe it. But I believe God here today is saying, who said you couldn't? Because that wasn't from the Lord. That wasn't from His throne. He's here to say you can and you will. You can and you will start to get the sound. Start to believe again. Start to rise up again. Why don't we stand to our feet right now? Start to rise up and believe. You can do it. Don't believe. Don't believe what the enemy would have set up and planned to get into your mind. Because God's saying, who said you couldn't? Because that's not my word. That's not my plan. Make your way back in. 
Make your way back in. Get back on the pathway. Get back on the train. Get back on the way that leads to a great and glorious future because it's there for all of us. It's there for all of us. No matter what the circumstances, no matter what has been said, no matter what has been heard through your ears, if it's not out of the Word of God, if it's not from the throne room of heaven, bust through and out of that today. Today, get your dreams back on track. Today, believe. Today, believe. Start to get your sound because you're trusting, you're believing, you're sound.